I'm not sure if any of you listened to Matthew McConaughey's you know speech the other day at the White House briefing room, but <clears throat> there's some good stuff he said, and there's some stuff I kind of agree with, some stuff that I really agree with, and some stuff that we should all agree with. And I'm going to tell you now what I think is good, what I think some things that could be sketchy, though, that they need to take care of, some stuff that the Congress and all of them have passed that's kind of, yeah, it needs to be made sure it's done properly so it doesn't come across as dumb. And then I give a bunch of stats to cover up what the other problems going on with guns are in the country. So there's a lot to get to, and we will get to it after a quick word for our friends at Anchor. Back to the Jesse Rosinski show. Happy Friday. Hopefully you guys have had a good you know, last couple of days since I was last with you guys. And I will say just a brief one. One more. I was right. I told you so. To all of my doubters out there, apparently both big Walmarts here in town. Thankfully not the little one yet. That's right here by the house. Very convenient, by the way, that neighborhood market right there. But the two big ones are doing, you know, serious renovating renovating inside to uh, put in almost pretty much all self-checkout. So there's another, I told you so, you know, about two years ago, because I saw it before. Now they're doing it again, which is going to cost people jobs, which, you know, isn't good in today's day and age, but I don't know what's happening around y'all. And I wouldn't even have known if I didn't go and see you know, Hannah's family yesterday, because I'm going to the big Walmarts, too many idiots, I stay away from them. And the neighborhood market has everything I need and much more convenient. But I want to throw that one out there. And again, that me saying nice things about the Walmart neighborhood market, because that thing is a godsend. Even people that come to see me from out of town, we go there and like, well, that's that was amazing. Like, I know, right? Like, in and out, 10 minutes, everything's right there, not full of a bunch of BS. Very good stuff, but not at the topic at hand. A very important thing. It comes down to again, you know, partially, you know, gun violence, you know, some things that they're doing about it. Matthew McConaughey's speech, which was still good. I mean, if you didn't, I shared to, you know, to the at least Facebook page, Walter wanted me to share it out. So I did. I listened to the whole thing. Um, he said a lot of, you know, good things in there that I agree with. There's some things that, you know, I don't necessarily completely agree with, but, you know, no one ever really fully agrees on anything. We just have to learn how to agree on most things and figure out ways to get around things that we don't agree on to find a middle ground in them, which is an art form that is lost around, you know, in the country, um, called out both sides. That was a beautiful touch right there from the podium. And again, look how many of them, I mean, everyone might say, I don't, yeah, yeah, that, that I just don't like Democrats. I don't like the rhinos. There's guess what? The Romneys, McConnell's, Lindsey Graham, Liz Cheney, like there's a lot of them bunch of people's faces I can see, but I can't remember their names. Like there's a lot of them on both, you know, Democrat and the Republican side that, you know, have been trying to work with 
together with anyone to get anything done that's meaningful for any of us in a very long time across the board. And everyone with a functioning brain should be able to agree to that. Can we ever get everyone to agree on it? No, either there's people on both sides that just think the other side is completely nuts and we're all just conspiracy crazy people. I know there's good people on both sides of the aisle, but I know that there's a very large portion that have only been worried about themselves for the longest of times, which is why we are where we are in general. So I did like him calling that out because that's a big one. It's been a big one for you know, a lot of things. Yeah, this goes back, you know, decades and decades that, you know, there's been having, they've been doing a lot of stuff like that. Even the most recently, like where people refused to sign off on COVID relief payments until they had money go to people for gender studies overseas and stuff during COVID, which made no sense. They wouldn't sign off until, like, it's just like, there was just so much pettiness, really. And, you know, wanting to be in power and just worrying about themselves that, we get thrown to the wayside. So I do appreciate him calling out both sides on that. Again, there are things I didn't agree with in there as well, but there are very you know, few things. And they were literally things that I just didn't completely agree on where I still thought they were good ideas. There was just, you know, some, eh, and I'm going to tell you why I have certain you know, feelings about things when we get to that, because I do have them wrote down. So we will, you know, get to that and they're very minute things and you know it's not even like they're very like actual small things that i'm like yeah but only if this happens you know because there has to be you know safeguards in things and i think we should all be able to agree that there should be safeguards on things you know i do think there's some things that the government is still trying to do that won't make a difference and things they're not addressing but i'll also get to that and i find it amazing that you know, they passed so fast that making it, you can't buy a semi-auto rifle until you're 21. My feelings, it's just amazing how fast they get through stuff like that. I was having how quickly they could do that, but it takes them months and months and forever to, you know, do a lot of other things, which has always, always irritated me to no end, which it should irritate everyone. Because how can you not? And yes, for everyone watching this, but don't worry, this one's still moving down under the desk there too, as I smack it off my knee, talking with my hands, you guys just only ever get to see one. They're there. Uh, and again, with the 21 thing, there are some things that, you know, whatever, it doesn't affect me, but there are some things I think need to be wrote into it, you know, to make it, I guess really the word I'm looking for is fair and everyone can go life isn't fair, but the certain things that I bring up, actually makes sense if you think about it so you know i have feelings on that but again there's certain things that you know should happen with it at the same time to make it you know make any sense at all and it's what all that need, needs to work it needs to make sure that everything is good it's actual functional and that it's fair to everybody in certain, like, it's just, and when you could say I'm crazy, when you hear that, go, well, they'll, you know, I'm thinking what's going to come out of my mouth. But what I say is really the one thing that I've thought of this whole entire time that makes, you know, sense in my head. But again, I'll get to that first about, you know, the speech. I thought he gave a good speech. Again, if you haven't watched it, I share it to the Facebook page. 
Now, our dear friend Walter, like, here, watch it, share it. It needs to be shared because he doesn't have any social medias anymore. Because, you know, apparently the whole world's watching him or something. I don't know. <coughs> God knows. But I keep telling him, stop looking up old Clinton, you know, properties and where all the nuclear plants are in the country. I'll cut, look, stop doing that. Probably looks kind of sketchy according to the government, but maybe get it out there. And I listened to it and I thought I did a good job, you know, mentioning some of, you know, the victims and, you know, their stories because those stories deserve to be told. And I get why he didn't mention, you know, all of them. Well, everyone matters. Yes. But there could be some families that are like, you know, that wanted to talk, but didn't want, you know, to be out there on the world stage, you know, talking about it, which, you know, completely makes sense. Um, you know, anyone that says it doesn't make sense, there's something wrong with them. And I thought it was very, very, you know, he did a good job. You know, he got, you know, there was passion behind it. Um, and you can tell he really actually cared. And again, he, he was, you know, raised there, Uvalde, Texas. Like there's, you know, his hometown. So it's a good, you know, it, he's perfect for it because he knows the area. He knows how people are raised there. He knows all of that. You know, it, it's a piece of him, no matter what. I mean, no matter how long it's been since I've been back where I was raised, I mean, I still tell it what that's home. I might've been in North Carolina for what, since June 1st of 07, long time ago. And I still call Whitehaven home and all the people that I saw stations from, you know, Fox to everyone across the board saying, why do we need to listen to a, a, a celebrity try and tell us what's wrong with society and how to fix it? Like, because he's from there and all that, like he knows their values and all that. So you could take that and shove it. But, you know, cause he talked about, you know, learning to shoot and have respect for firearms and what they're capable of and proper safety and all of that. And a lot of places just giving up on that altogether. If you look at some areas of the country, you know, so I get, yeah, I think there needs to be more of that, which goes, you know, coincides with what he was saying. I really do think, I think we can all agree that people, you know, more people need to have, you know, proper training and respect for weapons. And there's other good, you know, calling out, you know, the media for, you know, I guess, celebritizing, which isn't a real word, but making, you know, I can't think of a, you know, the word I'm trying to get to right now, but out of the shooter, you know, just wall-to-wall -wall coverage about them, which is what, you know, most of them are after anyway, like, don't make them, like, do it the Daily Wire, don't mention them at all, you know, I I don't think it helps the situation, but, you know, making the whole, them, they get more coverage than the victims do. And I don't think that that is right at all. I don't think, again, anyone with the brain can, you know, disagree with that, that, you know, it's not good, shouldn't be done. The victims are the ones that matter here, not the person that shot them all. And, you know, again, we all like to know why. So if we could figure out why, then, you know, mention that but this wall to wall was this guy here's his face like plastered all over the tv like that doesn't help the situation i i agree with that and he mentioned background checks and red flag laws amongst other things and harsh penalties for those that abuse them and i'm okay with yeah that stuff too 
I mean, say the one I, you know, to an extent, but again, like I said, I'll get to it, but there's a lot of good stuff in that speech. So if you haven't seen it again, I keep saying it, I know, but watch it. It's on Jesse Rosinski show's Facebook page. You just got to scroll through all the episodes and everything else that's on there. That's really, you know, good. If you find me on messenger, I'm pretty sure I could actually just send it to you that way, but really good stuff in there on background checks. Again, all federally licensed, you know, firearms dealers have to do background checks when they do stuff, you know, and there are states where it's not required by, you know, non, you know, federally licensed people and, you know, certain entities and private sales and stuff. And, you know, if you want to do a background check on all of them, I mean, you have to do it if you buy it legally. I mean, through a licensed dealer. So what difference does it make if you have, they have to do a background check on you as well, just to make sure. I mean, I'll agree with them. What difference does, would that really make in the long run? None. And, you know, you have to do it legally, you know, through a licensed dealer. Again, not kind of legally, like do them all. But who's going to complain about that? I don't think anyone with a brain would complain about that. I think that is, you know, a splendid idea because I don't use the word splendid enough. That one, I don't think anyone would, you know, complain about. Because again, you have to do it if you go to a dealer to try by, you know, an AR or most anything. You know, why not that way too? You see everyone going, background checks up? Yes, they do. So, you know, no matter what, that should be done. Don't think anyone will freak out. Sure, some people will. Everyone has, you know, most people find a reason to freak out about almost anything. Hell, you should listen to my mother when I talk about self-checkout lines. She loses it for 20 straight minutes. There's just some things that people are going to freak out about. But that one shouldn't be one of them. Red flag laws. I, you know, if they could do it, you know, federally and all that, in a way that couldn't be abused. Because I could see in that about, you know, people that could abuse it. Because, you know, a judge could decide, you know, if like a coworker, family member, friend, you know, someone went, you know, to petition them being able to have their firearms to be taken away because of it. I mean, there's some things that, you know, all of us can sit there and think about ways that that can be used and abused, especially even when the judge could just be all anti-Second Amendment and they could, you know, take what people are saying and do it because we see judges that are skewed all the time across everything. You know, no one can say they're 100% not. Or certain family members or you know, ex-wives or anything that could just have a grudge against you or an axe to grind. Or you could have just had an argument or screaming match with. You could go and do it, and then they can get them taken away just because they have a grudge with you when you really aren't a danger to anything. Which then causes real problems and people to actually probably have to worry about things like that. I think that, you know, that, you know, that's where they can you know, get in trouble with stuff like that. People are doxing people, whatever it is, calling the cops on people, saying there's all kinds of stuff, and then they come and break the door down and all kinds of, like, people are doing that over video games and stuff. I mean, this pretty much, like, that could just be, as long as it's not abused that way. And even if people try to abuse it that way, those people should then be locked up longer. It's like people that get their weapons taken away and then turn around and do terrible, stupid, crazy things to them. I think those people should, you know, have to have the same exact, you know, repercussions 
anyway. Like, so I don't think it should, you know, they should find a way so that no one can abuse it no matter what. And again, who's really actually going to argue that point. Again, there are some, you know, problems that could come from it, but as long as it's done right, whatever, I'm not, you know, even remotely going to freak out about stuff. I know people are, we've all seen people freaking out so far on it, but again, that's because a lot of idiocy can come from it and people could abuse the system, you know, either way. And that's the thing they have to figure out how to do it without that, you know, being possible. And then when they figure it out, they need to figure out, you know, how to punish people accordingly that take advantage of it and abuse it and all of that. So, because we all know they can, any any system can be abused, any of them. So you just got to find, you know, a good way and proper punishments for it and actually enforce those if people do, because that's the only way you're going to deter people from doing it is if you really, you know, throw the book at people who take advantage of, you know, abuse the system in any single way. So that's good. Uh, making it so you can't buy a semi-automatic rifle until 21. One, I already said, it's amazing how fast they can get through something when they want to. It's amazing. They're, just, they're done. It's amazing how quick that <clears throat> happens. Uh, it'll do some stuff. You know, it'll keep them out of there if, yeah, so they can't purchase them, but then look how many times when things like this happen where they steal them from, you know, friends, family members, or they get them illegally. Like it does happen in a lot of the time. So it'll make it so they can't own them until then. But think if they could turn around, you know, steal one or go get something else. And if you look at mass shooting stats, like they speak for themselves, but waiting, you know, having, you know, waiting periods and all that stuff, like whatever, you know, I don't have anything to worry about in my background checks or any of that's what make me wait a little, whatever, you know, stuff like that, whatever. It'll irritate some people, but does it really make a big difference if you can still get it anyway and there's no problems? Yes. So, you know, that really isn't a thing to me. I just have, you know, this one thing about the yeah, other passing it. And that is people that were like, whoa. This hairy bearded guy on camera right now with this irritating voice that you're listening to. At least I think it is. Uh, now we're in the military, like right after they turned 18 and were trained to, you know, with these weapons and trusted with these weapons and then sent overseas with these weapons and field ops and every rifle range every year and all of that properly trained to use them. Same as police officers and all that to get in there right away that are under the age of 21. There should be something in there that you know, if they could be trusted with it at work and overseas and all kinds of things to protect other people with, they shouldn't have their ability to buy them, you know, taken away until they're 21. Then if they could sit there and literally like work in an armory where all they do is deal with weapons all day in the military, you know, even bigger ones than that, <clears throat> but they can't own one. Like I think those guys, need to write something and so those guys can still own them because if you trust them to have them at work and be working with them and all around them 
then they should be able to be trusted to own them. I think, again, you can argue me on it, but I think that one does make sense. You know, yeah, you're good enough to work with it and be hands-on with it and have it at work and all and use it at work and all, but yeah, you can't own one. Like, I'm, I find that to be kind of idiotic, moronic, stupid. Will they do anything about it? God knows, but I think I completely make since then, I think we should all be able to agree with that. They can be trusted with it then. They should be able to be trusted to own one. Because technically, that serial number signed to them, what that is theirs. They got to maintain it, like all kinds of stuff. So it's their responsibility. So they should be trusted with one then. <coughs> Excuse me. But a lot of the words and stuff, they don't put it into action. And more stuff into action. And then they mentioned it's not going to stop anything from happening. And that's what gets me. And again, you've heard enough about my arguing with people. People telling me it's not a mental health or crime issue say I don't care about mental health and I'm wrong. Like you guys are actually crazy and don't give a damn about anything. And you've never looked at the actual numbers, which we all know I love to look at numbers. And that's an actual problem when you're trying to make all these big points that affects all kinds of people's lives when you don't know any of the statistics at all because you never bothered to look. You just take what everyone tells you and that blind ignorance gets us nowhere. And again, remember when everyone said, man, if only, you know, all we have is libraries and encyclopedias. If only we could have all this information at our fingertips. Now you do and no one wants to look at it. And that's what really hurts my head a lot. And again, the numbers of gun homicides and shootings are so far from what we always hear everyone talking about. And it's all mass shootings are tragic. All shootings, you know, for the most part are tragic. I mean, most of them are done by criminals or people, you know, self-defense from criminals for the most part. And they're all, you know, tragic. But the, like, if you look at the numbers, I've gone over them before. The numbers just, you know, they don't add up to them attacking rifle, 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 rifle. And more people get beaten to death with hands, fists, and elbows, and knees and stuff, like literally bludgeoned to death with hands or blunt objects even, than, you know, rifles. And they're very far apart. There's a very large handgun and crime problem, and no one seems to do that anything. You look at the suicide numbers, they're way up. That's a large part of the gun deaths. And, you know, no one's really doing anything to even take care of that. And telling people like that, don't tell me or any other vet that we don't care about mental health after how many people most of us personally lost to suicide. And think, mental health care was so good in the country, and it wasn't anything, yeah. We all have doctors. There's some people that see the VA psych team every week <coughs> and are on meds and all of that. And we're still losing 22 a day on average. That's a problem. And if you look at the total numbers of suicides, it's a very large problem in the country. So and you could say we should do yearly mental exams to make sure they can keep their license. What the hell is that going to do? Look at all the people that literally have seen their doctors being perfectly fine to their psychiatrists in the VA, no signs of anything, have dinner with their families like nothing, and then take their own life that night because, you know, it, and everyone thought they were perfectly fine going all the way through it to include mental exams. Like you're sitting there talking to the person, talking about, you know, burying your, burying your soul, and they think that everything's okay. 
like we got to do better with that and crime and you know i just don't think anyone actually you know that says we don't care actually gives a damn or knows how to put any care towards it we need to have better mental health care across the board and stop pushing so much idiocy and just stop all the hatred and all of it and the numbers from 2020 you know from pew and the cdc the very apparently important and all-knowing cdc even though they get everything wrong but at least the numbers can't lie but from 2022 from 20 yeah 2020 there were you know a lot of really terrifying you know stats that came out and you know when it comes to mass shootings and all of that like the numbers really don't add up to anything that they've always been pushing. And I hate that a lot of them, both sides push, yeah, it's the NRA's fault. The NRA hasn't killed anyone. Like if you look at the numbers, it's not their fault. That's what they, they immediately go after all the time and it hurts my head so much. And they can say whatever they want. All kinds of people get money from all kinds of lobbyists across the board that you know, people should be acting on, but they get money from the lobbyists and then nothing happens. And that crossed all politicians, which is why I was happy when he called out both sides for needing to actually get over themselves and work together. But 2020 stats from, again, Pew Research and the CDC, 45,222 firearm-related deaths in the U.S. in 2020. That averages out to about 124 a day. 24,292 of them were suicides leaving only 19,384 homicides or about 50 a day. Suicides outdid, related to deaths outdid homicides by just under 5,000, barely under 5,000. Funny how no one talks about that. 611 were law enforcement-related gun deaths. 513 died in mass shooting incidents. And rifles in the alleged assault weapon category they only accounted for 3% of firearm murders. Because most of them are done you know, by handguns and all that. You know, it's just, just 3% of firearm murders were committed by the rifles that they keep going after, saying are the worst thing ever. Guess what? There's going to be a lot of people dying by the thousands with handguns. And shootings that no one talks about. Hell, fentanyl killed more people than guns by a long shot. It was three out of every four overdose deaths, just over 71,000, you know. And then I say it was higher than that. But look at the jump from 2020 to 2021. Then like 20 plus thousand overdose deaths. Jump to over 100,000 for the first time ever. Guess what? That also a lot of that. It's mental health problems, people you know, dealing with that instead of actually you know, doing that to forget about the problems of actually dealing with the problem, which is what gets us into trouble. And again, while they're doing a lot of things that really make sense, like if you look at the rest of the numbers, like no one talks about any of the shootings in Chicago. Again, people have been yelling, saying this, that. I was like, what? Did anyone talk about the mass shootings in Chicago over Memorial Day? 42 people injured, nine killed, 51 total people. It's over Memorial Day. No one talks about those. 
Whenever they happen, you barely ever hear, you never hear about them on the mainstream media. Those go by the wayside. And the only thing they talk about is, you know, mass shootings that, you know, fit a certain thing. And guess what? (coughs) No matter what, no one can say that it's not because it doesn't fit agendas because of and you can say I'm a dick too, but stats are the stats. And look at these other places, Chicago, Philly, Baltimore, Washington, DC, Houston. Most of the mass shootings happen, you know, predominantly black and brown neighborhoods in a lot of these cities. And you never hear about any of them. There are mass shootings pretty much every day in Chicago. No word on the news about any of them. They only pick the ones that matter and if you know to their agenda and if they threw them all out there and granted there'd be a lot of coverage but we know that it's very pretty much crime you know problem if you took a lot of the crime out of it the drive-bys and all the gangs and all that stuff like most of the like there'd be hundreds of mass shootings that would go away here we just got rid of them and actually locked them up it'd be a very large part and the problem, if you look at the actual numbers, which pretty much no one does, at least on the socials that just run their so-called because they think they know everything. I actually have numbers to back it up. And you took out those. I mean, again, Chicago was over double second place. Like there's so much that happens there and in those places all the time, you just never hear about it. If we get rid of the crime problem, we'd get rid of hundreds of mass shootings. There'd be isolated incidents here and there from crazy people, but take care of the crime problem. You take care of most of it. And then we could worry about, you know, we should still be worrying about it, but we should be, you know, getting rid of them. And get rid of the crime. A lot of it will go away. You know, punish them as you know, long as they should be. Don't give any of this mercy. Did they show any mercy when they shot up all those people? No. Keep them in there as long as they're supposed to be. Get rid of the crime problem and the mental aspect of it. You know, mental health, <coughs> we do have a mental health issue in the country, you know, it's pushing so much idiocy. That's getting us there, but get rid of the crime and so many of them would go away. And also people like Patton Oswald, thank you for proving that you're just as big as a, of a dick. As everyone thought, you know, as I've always thought you were politically. I talk about Judge Kavanaugh and the guy there and just saying, just give him one entry point, windows and guns and have him protect himself from the guy. You know, making reference to, you know, schools. You know, what's wrong with us, with people saying, like, which makes complete and utter sense to properly secure the schools. Like, what's so hard about that? What, why is that such a bad idea? You could actually accomplish getting rid of the crime problem, dealing with the mental health problem, and securing the schools to stop the problem. At least school shootings, you know, have lots of ways to do it and throwing that in there like that, like it's a joke. Well, you can actually deal with the problem, do something to fix it. You miserable excuse of a human being. It's because you're not around anymore. You're not, no one finds you funny. So now you just got to throw dumb stuff like this to be relevant. And it's amazing how much of this comes from people that, you know, has private security teams with them, you know, in a bunch of aspects of their life that are armed with guns protect them I mean, not all of them are but you know they have some in case something stupid happens so many people that you know say we don't need guns and do all that or you have like politicians like members of the squad that have private security paid for or you guys on your tax dollars that have armed private security but if they need it protect themselves from crazy people why don't we like there has to be like 
to get over yourself. Let's actually deal with it, not just push partisan idiocy. This is across the board. There's, there's people that are on the right that are agreeing with them or right there with them that have private security as well. They are armed. Trust me, I tell you, the Capitol Police, they are armed to the teeth. So if they can be armed security, why can't we you know, arm ourselves? We just need to actually deal with the real problem. And again, I agree with a lot of what he said. I've already said that. But you know, rifles are only 3% of the problem. A lot of it just predominantly black and brown on black and brown crime in predominantly those areas, meaning all kinds of mass shootings that no one hears about with pistols. Like it's a crime problem. Get rid of the crime problem. Most of the mass shootings will go away and we won't look as bad, but they'll never cover all of them evenly. And we all know they'll never cover all of them evenly. Because again, how many people even knew about all those shootings in Chicago over Memorial Day? You never hear about it. We need to get rid of, the, you know, again, border stuff. Because drugs are killing way more people than drugs ever could. Well, at least are damn near double. Like secure up like as many areas that we can to stop the stuff from coming in. And then deal with the ones that are actually doing it and making all like meth and other things here. You know, because like if you saw the numbers for fentanyl, how many like fentanyl accommodate again, three out of every four. Like three cores of overdose deaths again were fentanyl. And that's a lot of people just trying to, you know, not even knowing that they're getting it, stuff's laced in it. But, you know, drugs, that's a mental escape from things. If you're dealing with mentally, and look at a lot of addicts and all that will tell you that. You know, and it's true. You need to get rid of, you know, deal with actual mental health stuff, you know, and because that's what all the drug things are from. That's where a lot of these, you know, mass shootings are coming from, or they're just coming from crime and garbage areas that you need to lock up the criminals and not be so compassionate, need you know, big cash bond, lock them up. Sorry, doesn't sound nice, but lock them up. That's all you got to do. People are doing stuff like that. Lock them up. They can't be shooting anyone anymore then. You know, more police officers take care of the crime problem. Mass shootings will go down. And we need better mental health. Again, just look at the VA. We average 8,000 suicides a year. We all have mental health doctors, pretty much. That we see, I see mine every couple months, Walter sees his like every week or two. Maybe let's see them more and go to therapy as well and all kinds of stuff. And therapists and all this, like, and we're still losing people, like, to mental health. Thing. We need to, like, get that back under control as well because, again, 2020, more suicides than homicides with guns. That's, that's a terrifying number. Really, I mean, it should terrify you. It terrifies me. I'm sure you could even hear it in the tone of my voice today. Like, that's just freaky to me. But, again, I'm not... Passion on anything that they're doing. Again, who's going to complain about background checks, red flag laws? I mean, as long as they do it, they can do it in a way that doesn't completely screw with people. And anyone that abuses any laws, what? Punish them for it. People stop doing it then if you actually punish people to the fullest. People stop doing things when they notice that. You know? So just make sure, you know, again, Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening wherever you are. Thank you on Good Pods. Let's keep it going on Good Pods. I'd love to get up there and just blow some of these people out of the water and keep growing. And also, Amazon Music, CastBox, Stitcher, Anchor, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, Good Pods, like I mentioned. Yeah. Thank you so much for all the support you give me there. The videos, 
are on YouTube, Rumble, and Cloud Hub. So if you go and find me on those if you have them. Just subscribe. It doesn't take long. And if you're done listening, if you're a listener, go on YouTube and Rumble. Yeah, subscribe. That helps. Click like on the video. Write a little comment if you already listened to it. It only takes, what, a minute or so to do all of that. It helps me out immensely. And please, you know, share everything out. And let me know what you thought about it. Because, again, I can, you know, I think we can all agree on a lot of those things. But we also have to look at the actual stats and what they say and deal with that problem, too. Because that problem is taking out way more people than anyone ever gets to even hear about or mentions. And I think that's a problem, and I don't like that. No, I don't think I'm alone on that one. But be good to each other. Have a good weekend. I'll be back on Monday. I appreciate you all very very much and you know again share it out help me out let me know what you think because those are the big ones and start a conversation about it there's things that need to be fixed we can all agree on that it's just actually doing it properly and not just rushing through things and making it all stupid which no one seems to ever do and that's a problem but be good to each other have a good weekend and until monday my friends peace <laughs>